This is the Morning Mugs Podcast. My name is Kira, and I'm glad that you're here. Whether it's morning, noon, or evening for you, welcome. My hope for these short episodes is to provide useful, manageable tools to help you create more space in your day. When we walk around with our cups already full of stress, anxiety, and worry, we don't have room to let in all the good things. So along with your morning mug, join me each week as we explore practices and tools to help you move towards a life with more ease. And I invite you to take what you need and leave the rest behind. Let's dive in. So here we are on day three of our Mind Body Heart Challenge. I hope you guys are enjoying the first two days of the challenge. I know for me, on the first day of the mind, the coffee and tea meditation, I kind of expected, I guess I pictured myself like outside, like a summer morning, maybe watching the sunrise. And then I wake up and it's pouring, pouring rain, um, which actually was quite lovely because I just sort of pivoted my plans and I have like a little overhang out the back of my um, house, like a little gazebo. So I went under there and I just listened to the rain and I sat there with my coffee and my meditation that was supposed to be five minutes and it wound up being 25 minutes, but it was really great. And then my movement was also great. My day two movement, moving with intention. Um, I hope that some of you explored some things as far as that maybe stepping out of what your usual movement is, really checking in with what your body needed that day or what you know sort of you've been needing. Um, I mentioned a few things on Instagram as well. Uh, one of them was um, to dance to your favorite song. And I laugh at that because I know when someone first recommended that to me, like a good way to like, you know, get energy out of your body and release, you know, stress is to dance to your favorite song. And I would think like, I'm not dancing to my favorite. What? No, it's just, I'm not one of those people that, you know, I even remember it feels like a hundred years ago now when I actually used to dance. Um, and they would give you a few minutes of like freestyle where it wasn't choreographed. And I'd be like, what? No, no. Um, but the older I've gotten and, um, and also just feeling like, I mean, people say there's something to this. I have to say there is something to dancing to your favorite song. Um, and I think that it is, I, I know that it is definitely rooted in the idea that it does certainly move energy throughout your body. But also when you think about like, dance in general, right? All cultures have some form of dance. And it's not just because it's it's fun to do, but it is also because like our bodies are meant to move, right? To release any of that stored energy up. So if you didn't have the 20 minutes or five minutes to do whatever you wanted to do, I think that's a kind of a, a, a really attainable one is like you put on your favorite song and you dance to it. And two, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes tops, whatever you got. And I'm telling you from someone who was a skeptic, it will, it will change the energy that you are kind of carrying around. So I hope you enjoyed both of those and found something that works for you before we dive into day three, which is for the heart. So day three is going to be setting an intention to connect. So that's the focus of day three. So this one, I'm going to talk a little bit about some recommended intentions 
um, that were part of the New York Times Healthy Habits Challenge. And then I'll give a little bit of like my own experience about this and some knowledge that I have to tie this all in. So making an intention, right, is, is, it is what it is, right? You're intending to do something for that day. So for this particular challenge, I'm inviting you to try to set an intention to make a deeper connection with another person. So here's why. So when we think about living healthy lives or holistic lives, right, we, we, we think about the, the, very common terms, right? Like meditation, breath work. We think about healthy eating. We think about movement. But I think it's really important to also think about not just yourself, but also yourself in relationship to others, right? The connections you have with others. And I know in one of my classes, we talk about a lot about culture and people in general. So this comes up a lot. Because one of the ways that, and I think that this actually, the courses I teach have really reshaped the way that I view people in general, is that in so many ways, people are people, right? Regardless of your gender, regardless of your socioeconomic background, your race, your ethnicity, um, the place you were born, you are going to have fundamental similarities with other people just because you're another person and connections are fundamental for human beings. We need to be connected to other human beings. It's essential for healthy living. So we can do all the work on ourselves, which is great, but we also have to put the effort in keeping relationships with other people and and connections take effort right? Especially now we're very distracted by technology, you know, in very simple ways. Like I know recently I was sitting in a waiting room and it just occurred to me as I was sitting there that I don't know the last time that I sat in a waiting room and spoke to somebody else because everybody's there on their phones and it's fine. People are busy and they're catching up on things. But I feel like I can remember a time where when you sat in a way, you just chit chat about things with other people. And I think we've lost a little bit of that, right? Even like on lines in the grocery store, you talk to the person in front of you, you talk about how long the line's taking, but we don't even really do that. So the technology that we have, although it, it connects us with other people, right? Like I'm talking to some of you that I've never even met that are listening to my voice, but it also gives us a false sense of thinking we're never alone when in fact, many of us feel alone. I'm sure you've experienced this. I know I have when you're in a room filled with people, but you feel very much alone. Like you wonder if I got up and left this room, would anyone even notice? That's that feeling. And we know this from studies, especially with with young adults and teenagers, that they're feeling more alone now than they have, you know, 50 years ago. And I think that it it is just as important to take care of yourself that it is to take care of your connections with other people. And it is, and it is, it is work. It's, it's the same work that it takes to get up and meditate every day or to have a mindfulness practice or to, you know, move your body every day. 
So I like the way that the New York Times sort of set this up and they gave three different intentions that are specifically for connection. And I like this because I think that it's attainable and I think it's something that is very simple to do that we can all begin to practice and we also have some agency over the connections we want to deepen or maybe just the connections that we want to have with someone that, you know, is we see every day, but we don't even know their name. Like maybe we can just take that step, right? The person who, who gives you your coffee every day. Do you know their name? Maybe, maybe know their name or maybe give them a smile when they, when they give you the coffee, right? So this is the three examples of the connection that I'll share with you now. So one of them is that very simple one. Today, my intention is to smile more. Today, my intention is to mindfully listen when I'm speaking to others. Today, my intention is to learn more about a new person. So I like how it's almost scaffolded, right? Smiling, that, sure, I got that today. I'm gonna smile, you know, maybe when I walk around at work, I don't even notice um, how I'm interacting with some of my colleagues. Maybe you work in a, a really busy place and you're like, I don't even know that person's name or, and if you're like, I don't really want, at least give them a smile. That's creating connection, right? Maybe this, the level you'd like to go to, right? Intention, maybe your intention is to mindfully listen when you're speaking to others. That might be something where even if you've sort of sensed that the connection to your household is a little, like everyone's feeling a little busy, dinner time isn't quite the same, maybe we're not sitting for dinner as much as we used to, schedules are hectic, I'm listening to one kid while I'm texting another. I'm So maybe that's the one that you want to choose, right? Mindfully listening when I'm speaking to others. And then the other one is maybe my intention is to learn more about a new person. So you can do that. You can learn maybe their, their name. And I think what I love about this as well is that we know scientifically that this is important for healthy living. Like, I love that this is, like, I have heard this, if you've ever um, read um, The Blue Zones by Dan Buettner, and he writes about basically the centennials in the world, like the pockets where the longest living people live in the world. And what is it about their lifestyle that allows them to live healthy, vibrant lives, like into like being a hundred And one of them that he mentions across the various blue zones that he's traveled to is connection. That we'd like to think it's, you know, it's just diet or it's just movement or it's just, you know, it's, it's more than that. It's about how we connect with other people. And this was also very much studied very much actually in depth with, um, the Harvard study, Harvard did a study on adults and it is, yeah, I want to say it's one of the world's longest studies of adult life. Um, the Harvard, um, it's called the Harvard study of adult development. And what they did is they studied this particular group of men and trying to figure out 
right, across their lives, what brought them happiness or at least brought happiness into their lives. And what came up with that was it proved, this study proved that embracing community helps us live longer and be happier. That close relationships, more than money and fame, are what kept people happy throughout their lives. It's not the things we're all chasing. It's the things that are there that we just need to put a little bit more effort in to making sure that they're there for us. And it reminds me also of David Brooks, who's a writer for the New York Times. He just came out with a book. But he talked about, which is about his own struggles and his life. And one of the things that he said in there was when he was, after he experienced his divorce and he moves into an apartment, that he had kind of realized that he had what he called plenty of weekday friends, right? So the people that you work with, the people that you get up and you see at work events, or they actually work with you and you talk with them and you, you know, you have a relationship with them. But he said he didn't have weekend friends. He he had lost a lot of those connections with people because he was so, so consumed by work that he let those other friendships sort of just fizzle away. And when he needed them, when he was having a hard time in his life, he didn't have them, right? It's the people, and, and Dave, Dan Butner says this also in the Blue Zone study. He says, it's, it's the people you call when you're having a bad day, right? Where, who are those people? Those are the ones you want to create that deeper connection, right? right? Do you have those deeper connections? And you can start small and then you can really provide an environment for those relationships to thrive. So I think this is a great way to check in because I think this is a great one for the heart, right? The relationships that you have with others, set that intention, write it down, put it a place, put it in a place that you can see it to remind yourself that it's really those little small things, right? Similar to what I had said in the other episode about waiting for the next next thing to like, oh, change my whole life. It may not feel like such a big thing to set your intention to smile more in a day, but it might be. And I think it's worth a shot. So I will see you tomorrow for day four. Don't forget to check your mind body heart accountability tracker share with me if you're doing this a few people have shared i love seeing that we're doing this together it makes me feel connected and thank you to all of you who are listening and have joined this challenge with me i truly am incredibly grateful until then be well Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you think you know someone who needs to hear this today, share the link, let them know that you're thinking of them. And remember, if you follow along on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you'll get a reminder each week for a new episode so you won't miss out. Until next time, be well.